Howdy and welcome to episode 139 of Water Hockey, the podcast where we talk Texas hockey and the culture and stories that surround it. We've got a few pretty massive updates before we dive into the show. Make sure to follow us on all socials, all at Water Hockey, and follow us at waterhockey.com, where our fantastic writers are putting in work, giving you pre and post game analysis on the Dallas Stars as they continue through their season. Uh, really short intro today because we've got a lot to cover. So, that being said, it's time to introduce a technically two-time guest mm-hmm. and now a host, the newest host and newest member of Water Hockey, a Texas native and current forward with the Peoria Riverman, Andrew Durs Durham, <laughs> officially part of Water Hockey on the men right now. Uh, but how are you, man? Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show. How's life treating you up in Peoria, and how's the season been going for you? I'm doing good. I'm happy to be a part of it, man. This actually was kind of a pipe dream after the last uh, session together, so I'm, I'm happy that this uh, this actually worked out. You guys kind of were like joking about it, and I was kind of like, ha ha, yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm happy to be here, happy to, happy to bring the energy and all that, but uh, I'm doing good. It's, uh, it's pretty cold in Peoria this time of year, but... Uh, Got up to 35 degrees today, Fahrenheit. So Big heater. Uh, heat wave, heat wave, everything started to melt a little bit. So that's good. Uh, now that it's going to be <laughs> time to go back below freezing. So in the morning when we got to go to practice, the roads will be nice and iced over again. So it'll be uh, it'll be fun. It's a it's kind of an everyday occurrence now. Um, but season's going good. I snapped my pinky in half two weekends ago. Um, like real bad. Uh, had surgery this past Friday. Um, got a pin put in it. I've got what got a big piece of metal sticking out of my, my pinky finger and, uh, out for five weeks out of the five weeks are over. I'll be good as new and back to, uh, back to grinding. Uh, season going good. Boys are, boys are all good here. We're, uh, we're third place in the league right now. Probably should be higher. Um, I've had a lot of injury trouble. So once we all get healthy, we're going to be dangerous. So I'm looking forward to that. I feel like our Texas teams know all about that injury list. Yeah, there's a bug. There's a yeah. bug going around. It's an epidemic. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's going to hit you until it hits you. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you're looking, you, you pull your pinky finger out of your glove and it's pointing the wrong direction. You're like, oh, well. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to pull a Duchesne over there? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I I pulled it out of my glove and. I might have yelled, Allison, my pinky's broke on the bench. And then everyone kind of looked at me kind of like that's a little soft. But uh, once they saw, <laughs> once actually saw my finger, they were like, oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's like broke, broke. Okay. All right. Get off. <laughs> he big broke. <laughs> uh, when it's supposed to be pointing straight up and it's pointing, you know, sideways. Um, so that's right. Mine good. doesn't straighten. So. I yeah. What was the answer about my parents were in town that weekend, so they got to you know go to the doctor's office with me and see all that and experience all that. So. Your mom took you to the doctor. You know, I kind of took her <laughs> for me, for me, you know. Oh, okay. Um, sure. So yeah, they were they were really lucky to have uh, attended the uh, the one weekend this year where I've had some kind of injury. So. They're happy about that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like uh nothing like some unintentional gang signs, but super uh super glad that we got to work this out. Uh I know a lot of the boys back here uh in Texas were were pretty pumped with the news. Um a lot of them thought that we were starting a professional team. I don't know, maybe one day. But uh yeah, super excited to have you. Uh Shan. Hey, what's up? Hey Fink, how's it going? Hey. Hey, it's good. It's good. How are you? How are things? It's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. Could be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stars just pulled off a nice little greasy win against the Detroit yeah. Red Wings. We'll talk yeah. about that in a little bit. They didn't make that scary at all. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, if that's Lindell scoring goals. We're looking good, babe. Hey, <laughs> offensive juggernaut, like we said on on uh, on Instagram, offensive yes. juggernaut. But 
We should Bullshit. never lose a game if SNL score goal. Never lose a game. Yeah, never. Never lose a game again. Never lose again. Well, we've got uh, Shan and Pat here with us. Shan, uh, anything anything new going on on your end? Have, are we going to get you back on the ice anytime soon? That's the plan. I mean, I did just get some really nice new gloves. Ah, uh, well, yeah. Shout yeah. out to uh, Nice Shout Mitts. Out nice Mitts. Yes. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. We got to get those things dirty. Yeah. What color are <laughs> those? They're red. They're oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Red and red and white. Red and white. I is Shan, did. Is Shan still rocking her black laces? <laughs> no, they're white. They're so white. Calm down. <laughs> you leave the black laces alone. <laughs> they make you look faster. They make me go faster. Um, <laughs> I actually did. <laughs> I did go to a public skate um, Friday, and that was mildly miserable. So that won't happen again. But as far as playing hockey, yeah, I definitely I do miss it a lot. Well, the ice is uh, the ice calls to you, and since we're talking ready. about your skates uh, and your gloves, just wish you had like this awesome dope ass bag to put it all in. You know, what's funny is I Wait actually have three. What three <laughs> bags? Have... Who makes those bags, Shannon? Have you guys ever heard of Conway and Banks? No, but please tell me more. Well, allow me to explain more. <laughs> if you are looking to replace your moldy old hockey bag with that broken zipper, check out Conway and Bakes. They make premium quality bags that are built to last. They include removable organizers, which is a mom's dream, and it keeps your gear organized. You have all these little separate compartments. It's great. One for your skates, one for your gloves, one for your helmet, and all the other crap. And then it also keeps everything dry with the waterproof materials. And as a mom of boys, it has giant vents on the side, which I appreciate <laughs> takes all the stink out with it. <laughs> my favorite feature is the built-in foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those disgusting locker rooms, except for Alan. Right, boys? Right. Right. <laughs> It does come in three different sizes with five different colors, so you will be sure to find one that you love. Get 10% off using the code WHATAHOCKEY10 and get your gear to the rink in... <clears throat> Don't worry, Durham, you'll learn. He failed his first test. <laughs> just, let, just let you guys run with it, you know? Oh, you're in now. You're in. So yeah. get used the to first it. first one's free. If it happens again, you're out of here. <laughs> When I get all my hardware and my mic and my circle, it'll be different. You know, it'll be more. Yeah, he's gonna have his. Yeah. He's gonna have an echo going. Uh, Pat, <laughs> welcome back to the show, man. Like we said, you were uh, howdy. We had to t almost text you off a ledge there uh, with the stars. Damn near shitting away oh, that game. It was but, a close uh, one. Yeah, but uh, really? Pat, I know. I know it's been a struggle for you lately. Um, We've been iced over a couple times, some deep freezes, so you probably haven't been able to get on the course uh, in a while to play. But what what's been uh, what's been occupying your time? What's going on not. in Pat's world? <laughs> I'm going Sunday. You're back, baby. What's it supposed to hit the 60s here? Uh, 58. Close. Yeah, warm, it's warm enough. enough. Close enough. Warm enough. Um, yeah, we're playing Indian Creek, which is one of my personal favorites up in Carrollton. Yeah. Uh, pretty nice course for seventy-five bucks. Gotta say. I hope so. <laughs> well, there's some sixty-five-dollar courses that are just goat ranches. So that's fair. Oh, fair, fair. Everybody thinks, "Hey, I got a golf course. I can charge whatever I want." It's not, it's the, not case. the case. It's not the case. It's not the case. But yeah, dude, it's been like a month and a half, I think. So that ought to be interesting. Um, working out again. I can tell that pod. That Padres shirt's fitting a little tighter than usual. <laughs> no, it's just the po I worked out earlier, so it's just the post workout. You know, you got, you got the pop. Yeah, you got the yeah. pop. Yeah, so I'll, I'll be back down to my normal size. You know, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> All one hundred and fifty well, pounds of me. Hey, watch out! You know, there's some guys out there in the league that they they toss it around at one fifty. So. Uh, well, on some uh, music news, because we're all we're all music lovers here. I'm sure you saw that uh, our friends Sleep Token have announced another tour. Uh, hopefully, oh, see you, you at that. <clears throat> thank you for the reminder. Because here to help. I have a call. Well, I uh, I'm on the pre-sale list. Push the and call. It's, <clears throat> no, I'll just uh, be multitasking. It's not it's not one that I have to run. 
Uh, I hope my boss doesn't listen to this, but um, oh yeah. And I checked, uh, I checked TickPick just to see because I got a notification that they were on sale, and people are selling lawn seats at Toyota for two hundred dollars. Yikes! Yikes! I Come have on, to assume. Not... I have to assume a pre-sale is going to be cheaper than that. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers. Love to go yeah. to that. But not at that good, price. Buddy. Tees and peas. Yeah. yeah. You got to get your Bananas. telescope out to see the stage at Toyota with the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you weird. if you want the whole experience, it's not uh, the best view. They're they're very uh, theatrical, I would say. Distanced, oh, distance they are. Yeah. Um, I it'll be better than the Bomb Factory though, because that place was at capacity. And you gotta be you gotta be six foot eight. That's the factory. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not politically correct anymore to call you it. Can't it say the bomb triggering. <laughs> but can you say that the factory is like the hip term? Like, oh, the factory is the bomb. That place is the. I bomb, mean, dude. people still call Dosecchi's Starplex. It's kind of the same thing, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say. Jackson. Even though now it's ja- it's, I can't even keep up. I hate that it's, venue so it's much. Dosecchi's now. It was Jexa. It was originally Starplex. Yep, the good times. The good times. Well, there's a lot of good concerts coming to town. I know I'm going to be at Limbus, Kit and Creed. Uh, just really flashing it back to the '90s, early 2000s. I have no shame in that. I'll be um, at Lincoln Fort Worth in July. God, I'm going to sell a kidney for all of these, but worth it. Uh, you know, two, two is just braggy. I mean, at that point, too, it's kind of like, you know, if you believe in God, he kind of set you guys uh, by you guys. I mean, us up with a solid investment plan to sell that the second one. So right. don't need both kidneys. Yeah, you don't need those. <laughs> uh, well, there's a lot going on that we got to catch up on. Obviously, Durs joining the podcast is huge. Uh, X jerseys. We are rocking with them once again. Uh, a lot of people have been asking about merchandise. We are working on some not just the xjerseys.us merchandise but some specialty merchandise as well uh so we are reopening our shop with x jerseys so head over to xjerseys.us and search water hockey to get your gear today uh we're going to be rocking some new styles on there hopefully some new color patterns but all with the classic w logo uh also super pumped to announce on the pod that we have partnered up with grizzly energy as some of you have seen on socials with flavors like strawberry, kiwi, and orange mango, Grizzly Energy will give you the spark to get through a skate, a workout, or just give you the boost to make it through the day. Grizzly Energy also offers multiple workout supplements to help you stay on track with your fitness goals on or off the ice. Now available at GNC and grab your Grizzly Energy drinks at Murphy's USA and QT's here in DFW. And make sure to visit grizzlysupplements.com for more details today. Uh, not much going on on my end. And get your energy by my house to the rink in style. What? Yeah, get your. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's uh there's not much it's going that, on my end. It's that tagline to him, Shannon. Yeah, totally original. Yeah, I will say I will say right now their tagline is "Go Wild," and I put hashtag that "Go Wild" on the announcement, not even thinking. Uh, and I was oh, like, yeah. uh, they give yeah, us yeah. like a special hashtag that's not that. Go go mild. Ooh, I don't think that would work. Go, hey, <laughs> go antithetical to their whole brand. You're like be wild, be wild. Yeah, we can go that. Be wild mm-hmm. works. Or just hashtag roar, <laughs> roar. Do also do, works. Do the roar. Uh, <laughs> sorry, speaking, I cut you off. No, you're good. No, you're good. Speaking of do the roar, I wish I wish you guys could have heard uh, esteemed guest Dutes when he was losing his voice sound exactly like the do the roar kid and hearing him have to do anything medical and just like talking in general uh i made him do the roar um it was quite (laughs) hilarious but that being said speaking of deuce and speaking of the americans uh the americans update presented by nice mitts make sure to use code water hockey 10 to get 10 percent off your order at nicemitts.com today after going on a bit of a heater through the holidays, the Americans have hit a bump in the road as they drop two out of three to the Utah Grizzlies at home and one against the Oilers at home before hitting the road this week to take on the Kansas City Mavericks and then the Idaho Steelhead next week. Goaltender Levy Marilinen was called back up to the Belleville Senators and goaltender Mark Sinclair currently on the IR, leaving Chase Perry and newcomer 
Marco Constantini manning the crease. And uh, if you guys are familiar with TikTok, all the hip kids are. Uh, Ex-Dallas Cowboys quarterback Ben DiNucci has a sound with uh, Italian music playing in the background where it's like, it's Ben DiNucci, and then it's bum ba bum ba bum ba bum bum ba I want to do that with Constantini. Um, <clears throat> I haven't talked to the guy yet, so I don't know if he's Italian and if he happens to hear this and he's Let's not. Let's hold off on that one for this episode. Gotta figure my, he is. You know? my Gotta bad. figure he is. Yep. He's from uh, the Great White North, so I, I don't I don't know, you know uh that being yeah we'll see probably there's a lot of italians around the world uh friend of the show <laughs> hank crone takes uh, an 18 game point streak on the road while blake murray leads the team with a plus minus of 17 aside from the familiar names of colby mccauley uh newcomers to Allen, easton brodzinski and the aforementioned murray lead the americans in points the Americans' record stands at 17, 20, and 1 as they sit at the fifth in the Mountain Division. But things are ever-changing as it comes down to the last few weeks, uh, whereas last year it took like literally the last week to decide who was in and who was out of the Kelly Cup playoff outlook. Right. Uh, one of my personal favorite stories coming out of the ECHL this year, and there have been some wild ones, uh, just to note the chicken tender that was thrown on the ice at the kids' game that was flipped <laughs> back up into the crowd which resulted in a 10-minute misconduct. Um, the ECHL, everybody. Uh, Terry Ryan took over the headlines as he signed a one-day contract with his hometown Newfoundland Growlers. For those unfamiliar, Terry Ryan was the number eight overall draft pick of the Montreal Canadiens in the 1995 NHL entry draft. And while his NHL career didn't pan out the way that he wanted it to, TR would go on to win world championships in ball hockey with Team Canada and most notably would take his talents to the movie and TV screen where he is currently playing Ted Hitchcock. It's funny because it sounds like something else. Uh, in the instant classic series, Shorzy, uh, TR would not only get a few minutes of playing time, he would drop the gloves in the last few minutes of the game, further solidifying his name on the internet and hockey lore. Uh, Durs, I don't know if you had a chance or saw anything about this, but the moment that the announcement came out, I was a bit bummed because I had actually asked him to come down to Allen and uh, do a book signing and a puck drop. And, you know, he he had a, he had a price in mind to uh, make the trip and unfortunately didn't have the budget for that. But uh, have you had any uh, run-ins with TR or stories that you've heard from other guys that have had run-ins with TR over the years? Uh, I've got buddies that played – against him um in the whole spitting chicklets ball hockey tourney that they had um that they have in the summers i've actually got several guys who played against him um so i've you know i've just heard that <laughs> i've just heard that he plays ball hockey really hard but i watched the videos um and i watched his little um pregame speech to the growlers that he had there in the uh in the locker room before the game and uh, i actually really respect that i mean he just he basically said like you know after the coach got through you know telling everybody that tr was going to start he kind of said like hey this isn't any sideshow like i'm here i'm here for business i'm, I'm here to win a hot game like put all that out of your mind like let's go win so i actually like I, I really respect that i feel like a lot of times um people get kind of caught up in the moment and that kind of stuff and um i've seen a lot of come out of retirement for one game here and there um through all the teams that i've been on and sometimes it can kind of uh just be all about oh this guy's back and then all of a sudden you lost the game um, but he, I mean, he even fought, so you know that he was out there trying to do whatever he did to uh, win the game. So I gotta respect that and gotta respect the man for that, that's for sure. Imagine yeah. being the guy that got beat up by TR, though. Like, you know, he's pro pretty proud of himself. That's <laughs> I mean, I, that fight. I wouldn't necessarily yeah, he, say that TR beat him up, but yeah, yeah it was, uh, well, you know what I mean, you know bit. what I mean, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think my favorite thing that came out of that I've uh, I've actually had the unique opportunity to to a sit down interview with him um, or virtual interview with him a couple of years back, and a lot of people don't realize he's got a uh, he's got a degree in folklore. Um, the guy is a born storyteller. It's unbelievable, but he uh, super genuinely nice guy. I asked him actually to come on this podcast and. Instead of writing me back, uh, he sent three separate voice memos and was <laughs> like, I appreciate it. Um, I've had well over 400 requests for podcasts. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to catch up with them, 
this is a bit overwhelming. Um, but what I took away from it that I really appreciated the most was uh, he got super emotional. I'm sure a lot of people have reposted or seen the, the post-game interview uh, talking about how he was able to play professional hockey in front of his daughter, uh, which he was never never able to do. So I, I think from just like a family aspect for him to actually get up there and, you know, at the age of 47 when, let's face it, you know, 99.99% of guys that have ever played pro, uh, you know, aside from Yarmir Yager, uh, you know, once they they lace them up for the last time, you know, maybe in their mid to late 30s or early 40s, they think that's it. You know, that's that's the end of my career. I'm just going to go have fun and do this stuff, you know, for fun and senior hockey. But, you know, he got a chance to to sit out and uh, or skate out in front of his his family, his daughter and his old man, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with. If you're a Spit and Chicklets fan, uh, Terry Sr. is an absolute gem. Uh, but, yeah, just to see him get emotional, talk about playing in front of his daughter was pretty cool. So. All in all, the ECHL is just an unreal league for for stories uh, like that. So, uh, you know, shout out to the Newfoundland Growlers for giving him the call, even though he was he was in one, uh, admittedly, when he got the call and said, "Okay, I guess I'll stop drinking now and get ready to play play uh, pro hockey again tomorrow." So, <laughs> um, Shan, tell us a bit about the Texas Stars and what's going on with them. It's been a little bit of a a Rest tough up. go lately. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with them. So they, like I said, they hit a bit of a rough patch. Uh, they they lost their sixth straight game on Monday night, and that puts them in second place in their division uh, next to the Admirals. Um, and the Admirals are on a 7-0 heater and a 9-1 run in their last 10. So more specifically, Stankoven and Bork continued to... St- I can't read. I'm sorry. They continue to stand atop the team in points and goaltender Matt Murray has allegedly, allegedly logged more than more miles on 35 over the last few months. And the Texas stars have combined all season long. So let's talk about that. How does that make you feel for an AHL goalie? (laughs) I mean, I feel like it's a new transaction with, with Murray, like every other day. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, on and off. It's got to be difficult, I'm sure. I, mean, oh, I watched really? him. I watched him play a couple weeks ago. Look, he looked lights out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had that great game. Uh, well, it was a shutout. I can't remember who it was against because we've just been, we've been either like super hot or ice cold. It seems like with this uh, with the Dallas Stars, Chicago. Yeah. Um, I mean, he looked, he looked like a stud. So it's it's funny that we brought up the the joke about him logging in miles. Um, uh, you know, obviously, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We own Minnesota. I forgot. You know, that. he's on the A list preferred now. <laughs> well, realistically, we got to think he's never even stepped foot out of his hotel room when these transactions are going through. It's all, you know, just for the, for the, the sheets, uh, to make sure the Dallas stars are compliant salary cap wise, but it, it does bring up uh, an interesting point. And now that we have Durs as part of the podcast, we can kind of bring you in and ask this question. Um, when it comes to travel, um, you know, in the SB, I assume you guys have to take the bus to go to visiting places. Same thing with the ECHL for the most part, unless it's just a ridiculous cross-country trek and, you know, per se like a Allen to Adirondack kind of thing. What what does that do to the body, like, as far as the travel goes? Do you guys have specific routines once you're off the bus to stretch and kind of get that body back into kind of a – you know, a more fluent state of, uh, of mind, I guess you could say, or, you know, what's, what's it like for you coming off a bus after a long bus trip and knowing that you have to play hockey within, you know, the next 12 hours? Yeah. I mean, luckily for me, um, pretty much all the organizations I've played for have been fairly well ran, um, from a staff standpoint. Um, like, you know, this season, if we're on the bus, it's a, it's a sleeper bus. So, um, you get a bunk instead of, which uh, is a huge, huge plus uh, yeah. when it comes to how your legs feel when you get off the bus. Um, but I will say, I mean, it's they call it just being a pro. Um, yeah, I bring I bring a big old foam roller with me on every road trip, um, and I'm doing you know an hour before and after every game in the hotel room, rolling my legs out. Um, Partly because I'm getting older and partly because that's just, you got to take care of your body with like the long season that we have. Um, the bus does not help. Uh, I will say the bus is tough. Um, 
And I think anyone that's played in the SP or the Coast can attest to that. Um, it, it, especially if you're on a team that's going to bring you um, straight off the bus, straight to the arena, straight on the ice to play the game. I mean, just uh, half that is you just got to dig deep and find it within yourself to to play as hard as you can because you know your legs aren't going to feel good. Um, yeah. Luckily on Allen, you know, we flew a lot of places. Um, yep. We flew a lot of places. When I was on Norfolk, um, we did not. And uh, might have had something to do with the fact that we were last place in the league. But uh, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we the the flying changes everything um, that's for sure you can usually get there most teams if you if they got enough money for you to fly you're getting there the day before you get a whole night at the hotel relax get to go eat with your buddies your legs aren't feeling it the next day as much um it's the it's the teams that are getting you in the same day like my my boys on peoria are leaving tomorrow night to overnight themselves on the bus to knoxville and they play tomorrow night in knoxville so they're gonna oh, Straight off uh, bus, morning skate, morning skate back to the hotel. Hopefully, get a couple hours nap, and then right back to it for the game to, on uh, on Friday night. And that's a that's a tough gig, but it's it's called being a pro. I'd be if I was on the road trip, I'd be rolling out legs the whole time during nap time, trying to get them ready to go. So you just got to be a pro and, and take care of your body. I'm sure I'm sure Matt's not feeling it too bad in the in the Omni Hotel down there in downtown. Uh, <laughs> With room service and the nice gym and stuff, I'm sure he's yeah, okay. yeah. It's we, you gotta, we pray it's, for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope he. I hope he was. I hope he was taken care of while he was here. Thoughts and prayers to Matt Murray for that absolute, yes. uh, probably terrible experience. Um, no, I think that's super interesting because I think that's something that's slept on. A lot of people don't realize what goes into the travel portion of it and the uh, kind of the unsung heroes that I've been very fortunate to kind of see more of. Uh, more of in 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 person is is like the uh, equipment managers and the training staff and realizing you know how much more difficult it is not just to pack you know all of your gear but then especially if the team that you're playing against says oh we have a specialty jersey so you've got to bring you got to bring an additional 30 jerseys along um there's just a lot of things that i think people don't really take into account uh and it's just it's pretty. It's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. So I, I mean, kudos to all those guys, especially um, you know if you're listening and you know them personally, you see and see and you know how much they go through. But uh, yeah, just uh, it's cool insight. Um, the Dallas Stars, though, like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, pushing Pat damn near off the ledge. Um, <laughs> they they were in action against the Red Wings tonight after taking three out of six points in their last three road games after being completely embarrassed by the Flyers and what might have been the worst display of Dallas Stars hockey. Uh, this season, the Stars would flip the script against the New Jersey Devils with a commanding win on Saturday night with a final score of 6-2. to two. Uh, The two goals for the Devils coming in late in the game when the game was well decided. Uh, tonight, another uh, kind of nail-biter towards the end going into the third period with a 5-2 to two lead coming out with a 5-4 to four win. Uh, they didn't make it easy in Detroit. Uh, it was the first time this season that Detroit was leading after the first period and did not get the W. Um, Jake Ottinger was back in net after dealing with the flu. And uh, it's just, I I got hit with it. Uh, the team down here in Allen got hit with it. Durs, I don't know if you guys got hit with it. Um, and hopefully Pat and Shan haven't gotten any effects from it but the bug that's been going around has been putting people on their ass in a very very serious way so i know i was in bed for five days i can't imagine what it was like being on the road as uh ottinger was getting the flu uh but huge shout out to uh wedgie uh scott wedgwood for stepping up getting those two consecutive starts played relatively well um on the second of a back-to-back uh, against the Islanders and the newly appointed head coach Patrick Waugh, um, where they would take away one point in OT. Um, but yeah, the Stars didn't make it easy tonight. Five four win in Detroit. Pat, you were, uh, and I quote, "Oh my God, here we go again." So Pat, <laughs> give us your analysis of that Flyers game and tell me how you're feeling after. Uh, what I would consider a, a successful road trip, especially with how things started. 
Yeah, to be completely honest, I turned the Flyers game off after <laughs> the third goal. Um, I don't blame you whatsoever. No. Because I want to say it took until 14 minutes left in the second for us to get more than one shot on goal. <sighs> I mean, there was quite a bit to bitch about in that game, but honestly... It was so bad. How bad probably, was it? <laughs> <laughs> probably not even worth really thinking about too much. That's like, fair, because then I if you go back, look at the next night or the next yeah. game. Yeah, that's that's uh, and there is your you have much more experience with that mindset than I ever would. But for example, you get shellacked like that against Philadelphia. Do you even try and take anything away from that game, or do you just completely forget about it? Say that's in the rear view, and let's just worry about tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on on who's at the at the helm of the show. Um, some coaches want to really let you um, let you hear about it for a couple of days after that. You know, they get mad. Some coaches want you to move on. As a player, if you get you know, if you just get bagged like that. You just gotta move. It's a it's such a long season. I mean, one one loss isn't gonna make a break. You know, when they start adding up, obviously it's different. But the seasons are so long, and the points are so important that I mean, especially if you got a game the next night, like you just gotta move on. Um, you know, go to the hotel, sit at your base, have a good meal, look around at each other, have a laugh, talk about how that we know we're better than that, and then you gotta move on. Because the the season doesn't stop, and uh, the biggest thing is not losing two games in a row. That's the biggest thing. If you start, if you lose two games in a row, then you're at risk of things kind of deteriorating, and then you can go on a on on a slide, and all of a sudden two turns into three, three turns into four, and then you're going, oh god, what's happening? So the biggest key is not losing two in a row. As long as you can, it, losing one's fine. As long as you win the next one. And that's you're good to go, but not losing two in a row will will set you back. And then all of a sudden, guys are getting around. Your team looks different. Who knows what happens after that? So, yeah, you got it. You just got to move on. You got to rearview mirror it. I would imagine you have to have a short term memory as a pro player because that would have a pretty massive effect mentally speaking. You start to lose two games, and you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> here we go." Yeah. Well, I mean, also just some of the stuff that you know pro coaches like to tell you when you mess up too i think i would need a therapist that actually sat there and thought about it <laughs> a long time after the game. <laughs> what's There's up some layers there <laughs> what's uh what what would you in my i've i've been in the locker room now for a couple of post games obviously after a win it's 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 joyous everyone's you know having a good time the music's cranked in those in those games where you you don't pull out a win and then you maybe go on a slide two or three what's scarier a coach that comes in and just snaps the uh you know snaps the the board over his knee or the one that just walks in doesn't say a word and goes right to his office cuz i feel like the silent one would be the scariest one ask my children uh, you know, you're I, right <laughs> I've, I've played for all different types that's for sure um i'm playing for a snap the whiteboard type guy right now <laughs> um and I mean, he he gets a lot out of us, and and he, I mean, he knows what he's doing for sure. Um, but I will say, some of the time, you know, if he says or does something that's kind of you know, out out of control, not out of control, but you know, aggressive, then I find myself doing this a lot with my jersey over my mouth because I'm trying not to laugh, like, <laughs> at, like well, this moment is happening. Um, but for instance, you know, I was, I was with Alan last year during the dog days where we, we couldn't buy a win for a bit. Um, and, uh, you know, there were some games where Costi just didn't even come in and just, you know, we went to Idaho, um, maybe November last year had a, uh, a Wednesday, Friday, Saturday game. And, uh, we lost all of them by like at least four goals. Ooh. And, um, yeah, Costi, you know, didn't, wouldn't even come in the room after the game. 
see him walking around town or whatever afterwards trying to get a bite tea with his hood up and you know not wanting to talk to anybody and honestly like i was more i was more you know eyes wide open about that than a guy that goes and you know starts throwing water bottles and stuff so um kicking trash cans yeah yep yeah, definitely the silent treatment gets my attention more that's for sure yep. yeah mental it's like a mental warfare at that point um, yeah, I mean, you're, thinking, a, you're thinking like, what, what's he thinking? I don't even know. Is, is he mad? Is he not? Does he hate me? Like, you never know. You won't even, he won't even text me back. Yeah. <laughs> you don't call, you I mean, don't write. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, the silent treatment definitely, definitely gets you, especially from a guy like Fosti, who's so like, just like a friendly guy. So it's, yep. uh, it, I would say that's way worse than than violence. There you go. See, violence is not the answer. Silence <laughs> is the answer. <laughs> Silence. <laughs> Silence is the answer. Uh, well, on a positive note, uh, we've probably seen some of the filthiest goals the Stars have scored all season long over the last weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to. I want to. I, I mean, I feel like I know the answer, but are we looking at goal of the year? for the Dallas Stars between Rupe and Wyatt over the last weekend. Wyatt with the one of the filthiest toe drags maybe in the league all season. Uh, and then Rupe just on another level. Two more tonight. One of them was just mm-hmm. a backhander, no-look pass, kind of falling down. Uh, you know, obviously may have been a little bit unintentional, but it's, you know, the old adage of, you know, put pucks on net and good things will happen. Um, so I want to I want to propose it to the group. Um what was the goal of the weekend, and, and do you think it's a candidate uh, for a goal of the year for the Dallas Stars moving forward? All of these are posted on the uh, Instagram, by the way. Go check it out. Thanks, Wada Hockey. <laughs> yeah, I think I think, but I mean, Johnny's Johnny's goal was just disgusting. You know, I think yeah. as far as like modern day hockey goes, definitely Wyatt, definitely Wyatt. It's it's yeah. definitely highlight real worthy for sure. Although I will say Jamie Ben at back of the radio season is usually good for one real good highlight out of nowhere. And he'll just toe drag somebody into the corner and <laughs> score. So we gotta wait for that to happen. He has one a year, I'm telling you right now. Sometime in February or March, he's gonna undress somebody out of nowhere while he's <laughs> at half speed and and go go bunk on the goalie and then all of a sudden we'll be like, Yep, that's it. So You've heard it. You heard it here first. First episode with water no. hockey. I feel like we should take bets. Yeah, I mean, it's coming. If there says it's coming, it's coming. It's coming. It's gonna be. It's gonna be top ten on Sports Center, even though they don't even know hockey exists and ESPN works with the NHL. Whatever. You know, think about how many times you've seen a highlight of Jamie Ben going about half speed through the neutral zone, and he just puts it through someone's triangle and then goes top shelf, and you're like, oh my god, oh. okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does it all. He does it seriously, like one or two times a season. So it's coming. And the best part is the the celebration afterwards. He either like rejoices to the Lord, or he just kind of like nonchalantly just goes like, "Yep, I got it. all right, cool. I did that. I, I did that." Back to Art Ross. He's not too concerned about one goal. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, uh, "Oh yeah, Art Ross winner, eighty-seven points, no big deal." Yeah, definitely yeah. celebrates everyone else's goals more than his own too. That yes. he does. That he does. Um, coming off of that, uh, the Detroit win tonight though, I mean, like, uh, like we said off the ledge, we had to pull Pat, um, got it. You got to worry a little bit, you know, Detroit is not a bad team. Um, they're still kind of, I don't want to say in a rebuilding phase, the, the quote unquote Yeiser plan has been going on for what seems like nine or 10 years now. Um, I don't hate that the Red Wings are relevant. Now, is that good for the league and its popularity? Maybe not, because Detroit is a very popular, uh, you know, original six team kind of thing. Uh, so when those when those old school teams are good, you know, prime example is the the Rangers right now having a good season. Um, it's better for the sport overall. Uh, I think it's better when those original six teams are doing well than the new teams like you know your Kraken or your your Golden Knights. Um, mostly because the Golden Knights fan base has just easily become one of the most obnoxious fan bases in all sports, like, overnight. Um, yeah, they've had one tough season, and, yeah, now they're like, oh, yeah, we're the biggest hockey fans in the world. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just I, 
I'm I'm cons- I was concerned with the way that we finished the game because we went on a tear in the second period, 25 shots on goal, uh, one of the most uh, one of the periods with the most shots on goal in a very very long time, and then I think through the first I want to say maybe 10 minutes or so we had three shots on goal, and you go back to that team that was on the ice on Friday in Philly where we couldn't legitimately get a shot on goal. I think we got our first. I don't remember what the timestamp was. But I think we had three shots on goal in the entirety of the first period, which is well, just embarrassing. No, did, did you see had, that now they they're going to go on uh, leave of absence? What's that? The goalie? Flyers goalie is now taking like an extended leave of absence. There's two. I can't oh. remember the other guy. There's was another guy. Yeah, Katahat. Katahart uh, taking mm-hmm. a leave of absence. There was another guy. I can't remember who it was. Um, I saw it earlier today. And I really hope this isn't the case, but somebody said, you know, with all the with all the uh, lawsuits and stuff going on with the Canadian national team, they they wonder if it had anything to do with the fact that there might be some kind of sentencing coming down. And so a lot of these guys are just like, I need to kind of step away from this and take time to kind of recoup because this is a obviously a big thing that happened with the Canadian national hockey team. Um, you know, again, I saw that on Twitter, so it's probably not even true, but. <laughs> I think Carter Hart's probably just taking Corey Perry's spot at Passages Malibu. Yeah, Perry to the Oilers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Passages has an empty room now. Perry left three, and I think Carter's like you know, all it's paid for. I might as well just go for free while I still can. May as well. Yeah. Perry paid for six months. Thanks, CP. <laughs> yeah. 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 Huge what shout out to huge shout out to that. What a what a yeah what a story. What a wild thing that was. I, I'm pretty sure based on what I've read that like the whole Bedard's mom thing was just so, like conjured up by somebody. Oh, for sure. Like, it was just a complete farce, which like I started to believe it for a bit. I was like, oh my God, like real reporters are kind of saying that this is a thing now. And so, but then everyone kind of like went back on it and, you know. Yeah. He part of me kind of wanted like, it to be true because what a story that would be. But uh, yeah. But and yeah, I, mean, I think like it was I'm just gonna say of- it. I'm just gonna say it. Connor Bedard's mom, smoke show, rocket, rocket, so yeah. good looking. Sorry, <laughs> Shannon. Hey. Connor Bedard's mom is hot. Yeah, huge for huge for CP. If true, um, <laughs> yeah, mom's trips will not huge for life, but huge for him. But you know what? I, I feel kind of bad. We, we we actually talked about this at the beginning of the season, and and Pat was uh, Pat saw the light, so to speak. But when the season started, everyone just it was it was Bedard down the throat everywhere you oh, looked. NHL related, Bedard this, Bedard that, Bedard this, Bedard that. Yeah. Uh, and then he started to play, and you got to feel bad for the kid because he came out played extremely well, playing for a franchise in Chicago that has no shot of making the playoffs or even sniffing it goes through this story knows it's not true has to mentally sit there and deal with the rumors and deal with the bs and deal with the internet gets out of it we'll say unscathed i don't know if it had any effect on his mentality he seems like a pretty pretty quiet keeps to himself kind of kid uh and then gets his jaw broken and now is out for I think they said yesterday or today he's out for another five weeks. Yeah. Not only does he have to deal with that, but realistically, like that's the Calder. It doesn't go to him. Like you can't it, give it, it to can. a kid that's been out for that long. Um. So I mean, it, it, I don't want I don't want to say Bedard revenge tour next year, but my <laughs> God, it could still work out for him. But yeah, I mean, you know, I think at the end of the day. When he's pulling up his Chase Bank app, he's too sick. You know? <laughs> he's not, yeah, he's not hurting too bad. Yeah. I think, you know, the sun's still coming up tomorrow for him, you know? Think, Fair I enough. Think he's over. I, I think he's, yeah, he's going to make it through. Shout out to Sherwood for that massive contract I gave him. Seriously. Yeah. Like I said, you know, the, you know, RB or Chase or whoever he's with, you know, they're, he's pulling up that app. He's got the facial ID going and it's, it's, you know, He's smiling when that camera's turning on to act as his account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something tells me his facial recognition is always going to have a grin. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, yeah, this is great. Like, I'm just going to get to take some time off, watch some games, work out a little bit, 
and just yeah. laugh all the way to the bank. Like, I mean, Calder, like, some guys don't care about that. You don't even know. Like, maybe he doesn't care about the Calder. Like, you know, he'll be back That's in true. time to he'll be back in time to get his feet a little more wet in the league, and then the season will end. He'll have a big summer. He'll work out. He's got the biggest legs I've ever seen on a human being in my life. He looks like Martin yeah, St. Louis. Yeah, he's and, got St. Louis tree trunks. And I bet you next year he's just disgusting. So imagine if he imagine if he grows facial hair. Oh my god, watch out world. It's possible that he'll hit puberty here in the next couple of years. So watch <laughs> out. Yeah. You like never know. Sidney Crosby with stubble, it, it, nightmare fuel for other teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here when they, you know have more of a chance to make the playoffs, which they may they may not. I don't I don't know what they're going to look like next year. You know, maybe he will. Maybe we'll see something. See a couple. See a couple. You know, a couple curly ones on the chin or something. Yeah, he'll look like the top of Homer Simpson's head. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> well, I think I the biggest the biggest thing that I want to take from the Chicago Blackhawks, just because he was a he's a you know Dallas Star legend forever. Uh, Jason Dickinson signed a contract extension with him. I think it was for three years mm-hmm. for a guy who is essentially a bottom line guy for your team uh, with the Stars and. Really was, was just one of those guys who would just do anything that you asked him uh, uh, to do. Good for him. Good for him for getting that extension. Being one of those guys that bounced around, you know, on one year, maybe some minimum contracts here or there to finally kind of solidify something set in stone. I think it's a huge, that's a huge break for him. So I saw that. I, you know, I'm never going to sit there and actively root for the Blackhawks. Can't do it, won't do it, refuse to do it. But anytime someone like that gets a contract, you got to, you got to be happy for him. Um, yeah. I agree. The stars are really good at getting guys that don't do anything for the stars and then sending them somewhere else. And all of a sudden they're really good. Valor Nichushkin. Yeah. I'm happy for him. You know, we got, we have a really good track record of that. You know, a couple of little (laughs) names, a couple of little names like Mike Smith, James Neal, Riley Smith, Matt Niskanen, you know, thank God we got rid of those guys, you know, absolute bums after they left here. (laughs) (laughs) I will say though, I will say though they're 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 finally seeing the the true side of Nachushkin in Colorado. You know, I don't want to sit here and joke about him, you know, getting into the wellness program. Uh if he has a problem, recognizes it, good on him. But Colorado, you're just seeing the same thing that we saw here. You guys just so happened to squeeze a Stanley Cup out of him while you had him in the good times. And then he wanted yeah, to start toting, toting around AK forty sevens. They probably got a you know, the room next to Carhartt reserved for him at passages. So yeah, passages by the NHL. Yeah, yeah, they've got their own yeah. wing now. That's terrible. Uh, Him and Gal- Galchenyuk's probably right there in this on the same floor as well. No way. Yeah, he's protected video. by the he's protected by the KGB now. That video? <laughs> Did y'all actually watch? Or oh, like yeah. even just clips of it? I watched insane. the whole thing. I couldn't turn it off. It was the most incredible thing I've ever watched. I was like, that's nightmare <laughs> fuel. Yeah. Just absolute insanity. The best part is he's like American. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he wasn't born in he wasn't even born in Russia. Do you think he just puts on that thicker Russian accent when he just gets a couple beers in him and he's like, Well, yeah, I'm Russian now. Like I really admit I really admit against him. Like I was like, Where's this uh where's this, you know, national pride coming from all of a sudden? Like he's the most <laughs> Americanized guy of all time. <laughs> Well, yeah, I will say he was in Scottsdale at the time, and I've been to Scottsdale. It'll get the best of you if you're not careful. But uh, oh yeah, but wow, sure will. And uh, my favorite part was he wouldn't stop saying that he was going to turn the cops into bolognese. (laughs) Noted Russian meal. Yeah, yeah. That's that was his default. <laughs> Noted Russian delicate uh, delicacy, bolognese. Bolognese. <laughs> I was like, is that is that bad or is that like are they supposed well, to be afraid of that? Watch Goodfellas too many times. I guess. Yeah, it's like yeah, <laughs> I, what, I turn you into Subway tuna melt, six inch. Watch your back. <laughs> I, I was that was my favorite part. I was like, dude, I think you should tell them that you're going to turn them into a pasta one more time just to see what they say. Yeah. Um, I make you uh bow tie pasta with no, no regard. When he, when he told them that he was going to wipe out both of their entire 
bloodlines. I was like, okay, that's probably that guy plays yeah, way yeah. too much Call of Duty. Probably where we draw the line there. Um, yeah, that guy's <laughs> definitely on Call of Duty, like just bullying the microphone. <laughs> but then at the end, when he realizes they're not going to let him go here, um, he goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just forget about the last 14 minutes. And, yeah, I'm you know. sorry. <laughs> I was just kidding. Listen, can, you just, can you just let me go? I'm so sorry. After he just called these guys like racial slurs and told me he's going to wipe out their blood. Murder your I'm family. Sorry. Yeah. Listen, guys, <laughs> I've, I've had a chance to think about what I've said just now. And uh, wow. guys, I can see the cop shop down the street. I, I realize we're close now. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. Listen, we were, we're all, we're all mixed up right now. Emotions are high. Um, if we just want to pull. Let's like pull over. Have you guys? Uh, I this is a, a bit of an old school callback to the internet. What old Greg? Remember old Greg? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. like, per, yeah. Perhaps, uh, perhaps I was a bit hasty there. Greg is yeah. probably what went through his head. He's like, perhaps I, uh, perhaps I was a bit hasty there. Uh, well, there's. Uh, it goes without saying. I think we're all excited to, to obviously have you be part of this. Um, excited to see what the future holds uh, as far as water hockey goes, and having your insight. Uh, wishing you a speedy recovery, um, hopefully back before the five weeks are up and you'll have that little piggly wiggly pinky just flying <laughs> around the ice in no time. Um, you know the drill, though. Everyone has their own sign-off. And I'm going to put you on the spot now because this is going to be your sign-off for the remainder of this podcast. You literally uh, are not allowed to change it legally. Yeah, legally Le- we cannot. <laughs> yes. Remember um, the contract you signed? Yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah, the fictitious contract I sent over Xbox Live. Um, yeah, yeah. So, with that being said, for the first time as an official part of the Water Hockey Podcast, go ahead and sign us off, and then we'll we'll call this a wrap. Wow, that's an honor. That's an absolute honor. Well, guys, uh, from everyone here at Water Hockey, uh, and especially myself, it's been an absolute honor. I'm happy to be here, and uh, we'll see you this time or the next time. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's from that's from I love you, man. Oh, later's on the MJ. <laughs> See you later, bro, Montana. <laughs> All right, Pat, take it away from here. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'll take Jason's too. Stay moist and stay sassy. Make good choices. And don't for any reason, even if you pull your hand out of your glove and you're throwing up accidental gang signs, forget your Kermit tattoos. <laughs> Sorry.